Sound Culture Renaissance. We curate, craft, and amplify Bitcoin inspired creativity. Featuring in the meme category this month is Gigi or Gigglesmere, if you like. Uh, Gigi is a uh, prolific memer, Bitcoin, freedom, and meat maximalist. And uh, yeah, man, just all around excellent dude. I was really sorry to miss him in Beritz uh, earlier this uh, summer. Uh, but uh, from those uh, of my friends that were there, they could vouch for him as an excellent hang. And, uh, well, yeah, I didn't get the opportunity then, but I do, like you do, uh, have the opportunity now. Uh, speaking to him is self Bank and uh, strap in. Enjoy. JJ, hi. Great How to see you, man. Great to hear you. Yeah, good to be here, man. Thanks for the invite. It's cool, man. Pleasure, pleasure. It's a real pleasure to have this opportunity to talk to you. I've been a big fan of your memes for some time. And um, yeah, we're going to get a bit more of the story. Cool, which is man. Cool. Love your content too. <laughs> awesome meme too. Thank you. And so we were just having a chat. I've just come off a backyard kind of barbecue with the family, which has been pretty sweet. I know you like your food and your meats. Yeah, man. Uh, actually, yesterday, uh, yesterday I was with some plebs in Paris. We killed like uh, two ribeye, uh, two huge ribeye steak. We had a party and stuff. So yeah, I, I'm all about uh, I'm I'm all about like uh, savoir vivre and all these type of things. And I'm pretty interested about like creating like a, a new culture in parallel of the fiat like standard uh, food culture and having like proper food. Uh, being meat oriented and stuff. It's something I, I really like about the Bitcoin community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have to sell some of our Bitcoin to eat great food, I think. It's one of the most important things in life. Hopefully we'll get into that in a bit. This is all about really getting to know you. Your memes are pretty toxic. Um, they're, 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 they're pretty maximalist. Nothing's off limits. Nothing is sacred. No filter. Um, and some brutal, very cutting takes. And yeah, I'm addicted. Cool, man. I don't see it as a work. To me, it's like I'm doing my uh, my job every day. I'm doing a video editing and I'm like, I see a news and like it came out. I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm annoyed. I'm I'm upset. And for me, it's a, it's a way to, to release the pressure, you know. So I never really see yes. too much about me. I just grab a picture, it going straight into my head and boom, I, I, I launch it, you know. To, to be fair, I don't really uh, like identify myself I, I'm, as a member. I'm a member, I guess. But like, <laughs> I've never like woke up one day I say, and said, like, I'm going to do meme. I, I think I've started like uh, January or February, just messing around, having fun with plebs and with the Memtards crew and just yeah. releasing content, you know. I, I used to do um, uh, editing of picture because I used to have like a, a brand of uh, clothing. So I used to uh, to do editings about the picture, adding text and stuff like that. So I have already mm. all the software and stuff like that. So it's kind of easy for me technically to do it. And you said you work in video production at the moment. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm doing mainly a, a video for uh, music, music video, hip hop mainly. Cool. And so does that mean we can look forward to seeing a bit more of that level of production in your uh, in your Bitcoin stuff too, do you think? I'd love, I really love, I'd love to like be involved into video production into uh, and make uh, and bring something to the table about Bitcoin. I'm thinking about it at, at the moment, but I have nothing really settled. You should, it's definitely should, something should. I'm thinking about. Yeah. Well, that would be great, man. That'd be great. And so why do you meme? You talked a bit about just being angry and needing to vent or something, but yep. why is it that you think that you have this kind of desire to pump these opinions and these images and these memes out? 
I don't know, man. I think I'm pretty like about visual. Like I always mm-hmm. like think about visual things. So it's easier for me to to memes and to to tweet. Even though I tweet too, but sometimes it's just like better and it's more like straight up. It's tra- it's more like violent, you know. I can just like <laughs> yes. I don't know. You, it's more shocking, you know. It's shock and then it pass a message, you know. Sure. It's an effective way, isn't it, to communicate? And you like to shock a bit. Yeah. And you know what? Like r- right now in my mind, when I'm on Instagram or on Facebook or anywhere, every time I see a picture, naturally, like it came a meme in my mind. So sometimes I just don't want to meme. And I'm like uh, in the tube or in the bus or somewhere commuting. I see a picture and I'm like, wow, that would be a great meme. And I just do it and and send it like in a a matter of a second, you know. Actually, my best memes, the one that performed the best, are the one I did like pretty randomly. I'm I'm in a bar, I'm having a beer with a friend, I see a picture, I just go to the software editing, I add some text and boom. It's the same like about uh, when when you tweet something, if you think too much about it, yeah. It's getting a bit messy and it's not like that efficient, I guess. That's my feeling. Yeah, I think you're right. And so inspiration comes at the most unexpected of times. Uh, yes. But when you get it, you need to grab it and you need to act. And, and so tell me about your journey into Bitcoin. Okay. That'd be great. Yeah. I think it started because um, my father used to be a journalist in some uh, local newspaper but he used to be, he went uh, fired from different place because he was speaking his mind. So when I grew up, he was, when every time we were watching news, uh, he was always saying like, oh, you know, but they are saying that because of that, because of that, because of that. So I was already like, from a young age, like already about like, you know, trying to understand a bit like mm. uh, further what, what they give they, they give you at the news. And I think my first like red pill was when I uh, understand uh, 9-11, going to uh, um, videos on YouTube, uh, Building 7, uh, the link in between uh, CIA and uh, Al-Qaeda uh, in Afghanistan and all this stuff. So that was kind of my wake-up call where I was like, wow, these people are actually not saying the truth. <laughs> uh, then um, my second wake-up call was like uh, when France invited uh, Libya, the country, uh, with Gaddafi mm-hmm. in uh, 2011. Yep. Basically, I was already like uh, watching stuff online, and I, I knew I I knew pretty early that we weren't going there for a uh, democracy, as they said. <laughs> we were going there because uh, a year before, uh, Gaddafi uh, said at the United Nation of Africa that he wanted to uh, release like a gold back uh, currency. So that's mm. the reason why we went there. And actually mm. with uh, WikiLeaks revealed like later emails from Hillary Clinton that, that prove this thing. And back in the day, I was crazy. I was like, well, guys, we are not going there for democracy. We are going there for uh, uh, interest, uh, currency and stuff like that. And then I, I've read some books about, uh, what's his name? Uh, Alain Soral is the equivalent pretty much of uh, Alex Jones in, okay. in France. And he wrote a book talking about, I think he was inspired by End the Fed from Ron Paul. And he wrote a book about like uh, explaining how uh, printing press is working, uh, the Fed, the Federal Reserve. And so I have understand at a young age, I think 18, 19 years old, that uh, um, currency and quantillion effect and all these things were like a, a big roots of L.V. Lenor in the world. And mm-hmm. through that, I went to different rabbit hole, uh, prepper, uh, pyramids, uh, HIV, everything that you can find online, pretty much. And uh, <laughs> then I did my life. I did my life. Uh, I, I worked uh, in different jobs uh, abroad in the States, in England. And uh, one day I was in, uh, I was in Paris and uh, I read this book called... Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yes, Robert. And I had, uh, yeah, exactly. I had money in the bank account and I was like, yeah, so rich people are making the money work for them and poor people work for the money. How do I invest Mm -hmm. my money? Pretty much. And I looked for investment and 
I think the first day when I read the first chapter, I bought Bitcoin, like the first day. And then it was in uh, 2017. Uh, okay. And then yeah. he, he, uh, I, I, I pretty like put all my money in it because uh, prices were going up. Mm. And uh, I was greedy, so I went uh, full into uh, shitcoin. So by July, <laughs> August, I was uh, all in shitcoin. Uh, got wrecked uh, a tiny bit uh, early 2018. And like February 2018, it's when I started uh, listening to uh, Andreas Antonopoulos and really yeah. going down the Bitcoin rabbit hole for like two. I mean, since then, I'm consuming like lots of content every day, pretty much podcast, uh, article. And uh, yeah, I was a maximalist by... Uh, April 2018. And yeah, it actually made sense. I When I found it, I was like, but that's what I was looking for like 10 years ago when I was like mm. crazy about friends going in Libya, you know? Yeah. Uh, I believe the reason that we went in also kind of to Iraq was because uh, Saddam was trying to sell oil for euros. It's really pretty much exactly the same thing, wasn't it? it, it it's, always, it's always pretty much like... If you study history, like w- w- currencies, uh, even like um, even with um, Hitler and stuff like that, it's always like not as easy as they say. Like it, when you study history books, they say, "Oh, Americans went to a war uh, in uh, against Germany because they wanted to bring democracy." And uh, mm. it's all bullshit, man. Yeah, indeed. So, so yeah, to summarize, sure. uh, to summarize, I'm. I arrived in Bitcoin through politics, not uh, not like technical stuff or uh, IT. Sure. So you're a bit of a radical, a bit of a an activist. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, definitely. And, and that comes from your father, you said to some extent. I, I think, I think, I think. You know, I I've did. I, I'm kind of self-aware. I think uh, he he helped me to to start being in that mood, even though now we think, you think I'm a, a, a crazy extremist. <laughs> right. France seems pretty volatile at the moment. You're in, uh, so you're in Paris, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I stay in Paris. I live in Paris most of the time, even though uh, with my job, I'm traveling a lot around France. Uh, but yeah, man, it's pretty fucked up right now. Uh, French gulag, yeah. man. I think we are almost pretty much at the same stage as Canada. I think uh, Australia is worse than us, but we are not far away. So my life is like, mm. I, I don't have Vax. I don't have a QR code. I refuse to use QR, QR code. So... It's pretty messed up. I travel in the train, in the tube, without mask. People come to me. It's, it's a bit... I'm kind of in a in a suicide in France. I'm like, I'm doing my life. And when, when they're going to catch me or give me a fine, I'm just going to not pay it and, and leave the country, you know? I'm pretty radical about like the state of what is right now. To me, it's pretty much like uh, during the Second World War when Germany was in mm. France. I think we are occupied. So so I'm ready to leave my country. And uh, I don't want to to fight for my country because I feel that uh, not many people are, are ready to fight with me. Like I've been shocked to see people like uh, bringing their child of eight, eight years old, like to the, ch- to, the, to the school with masks. And when you talk to people, they are not ready to die on this hill. So my point, my, my, in my mind, I'm like, I just need to save my ass and that's it because uh, there is not enough people in France to, to face, to fight with, I guess, you know. I mean, th- that's really interesting um, and it's very sad and many ways I feel the same about my country. But I mean, I, but so France is a country with such a lot of uh, backbone, a lot of spirit of revolution and of, kind of dissent. What's happened, do you think, that resistance. I don't know, man. <sighs> to be fair, I don't know. It's uh, like every everywhere in, in the world, it's happening the same thing. They, it's about narratives, you know. Like mm. uh, five years ago, the narrative was terrorism. Mm. Uh, Twenty years ago, the narrative was fighting against communism. Communism. 
they always find narrative to scare people and to advance their dystopian agenda. You know, it's all about having more control. I mean, bro, we are in a fucking communist country here in France. Like, I take an example, even like without like the COVID uh, hysteria. If you are, um, if you have a company, uh, you pay your uh, salary uh, 100k per month. Do you know how much you're gonna end up with as an employee? You're gonna end up with like 35 grand after all taxes. Really? Yes. Goodness, that is it's heavy fucking tax. crazy. You mm. know, it's fucking insane. So, and that's the thing, like what I really like about uh, Bitcoin, it's how it uh, raised consciousness. Uh, digging down the um, Bitcoin rabbit hole, I, I've learned so much about like uh, free market, uh, communism, uh, food, what you eat, uh, about, mm. uh, I, I changed my mind about uh, lots of stuff. Like for example, mm. before Bitcoin, I wasn't like pro guns. And now to me, <laughs> it's a, it's a no brainer. Like you're not gonna, uh, give to the States the monopole of the violence of the end of the guns, you know, and so many mm. like, um, stuff I, dis- I, I've realized. Uh, after discovering Bitcoin and that I'm really like interested about that, like how mm-hmm. uh, Bitcoin can uh, raise consciousness. And for example, I guess uh, I have example of people that uh, were complete uh, noobs and normies and they mm-hmm. discover Bitcoin, they go down the rabbit hole and it shape so much their, uh, their mindset in like a matter of six months or one year, you know, it's fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Like homeschooling, for example, I would never think about that before. Mm. And to me, like now it's a no brainer to be like, oh, I'm not going to leave my kids like eight hours a day at the school of the government, you know. Didn't I hear recently that and so homeschooling <laughs> is becoming illegal or something, right? Which is insane in its own right. And so particularly alongside kind of COVID, surely it increases the justification for homeschooling. I I don't know. I don't really know the rule in France because uh, I have no kids. So to me, it's not like something I see as close. But I think it's quite hard, yes, uh, to get the approval. Uh, You need to respect some type of rules and all these things. Yeah, it's a a pain in the ass if you want to homeschool your uh, kids in France and people Mm. will see you as 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 a crazy person. In terms of memeing and in terms of kind of maximalism, and so what do you think that we can bring to the table to change oh, things? Oh, oh, could we help people realize that Bitcoin is the apex of money? I always like think about how to have like elevator speech for Bitcoin to uh, normies because uh, mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. Uh, orange peeled uh, quite a lot of people in my surrounded. But I'm trying oh. every day to orange peel people. Yesterday I was in the Uber. Uh, I try to arrange people every, everywhere I go, pretty much. And I think at the moment, I think people need to realize that it's not uh, the price of the lumber that is going up. It's not the price of the stock that is going up. It's not the price of real estate that is going up. They need to reverse engineering and realize that it's the money which is going down and not the Mm -hmm. other way around. And I think as soon as people understand that, they are automatically kind of uh, orange-pilled, you know? But it's a a really Mm. simple idea, but it's Mm. really a a shift of narrative, and I think that would help a lot that people realize that. Like, for example, my uncle sold the farm of my uh, grandparents uh, last month, and they sold it for like 100K, and I asked my father, like, how much did they pay it, like, in the 60s? And my, f- my father said, like, uh, they paid it, like, uh, 10K. And my father was like, yeah, it's a, it's a great deal. They bought it 10K, they sell it 100K. And I'm like, I was saying to my father, like, the, the farm actually lost so much of value, you know, because if you link, like, the price of the farm back in the day to gold or the price of a kilo of uh, beef... Actually, I, I think the price of a kilo of beef is a pretty accurate uh, <laughs> standard mm. to realize like the inflation, pretty much. Uh, mm. If you if you calculate it in gold, actually the the house like lost 
like almost like 10 times his value, you know? Yeah. It's all about how to frame this to normies in the most effective way. But you know, you know myself, I'm like, sometimes I, I can't bother to spend the time and I'm like, they're going to get there. So somehow one day, so I'm yeah. like, I just like throw them random hyper bullish stuff and I shout at them. And I actually, most of the noobs uh, I've orange peel was just that shouting at them and telling them like your grand grandkids going to get mad at you because just ranting that way and say like, you, you are fucking missing the boat. You're miserable. You're going to stay in the pod. And like having like super aggressive argument and leaving and saying like, no, don't buy Bitcoin and, and, uh, you know, close the door. And, and then they come back to me and they say, oh, are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I think shocking argu- argument is like kind of efficient sometimes. I mean, it's going to happen naturally anyways. Like I think to me, like Bitcoin is, um, how to say it's something which is, uh, a natural, uh, event like it's a uh, to me like uh, Bitcoin was righted in the DNA of human being like since the dawn of time. Okay, let, let me let let me make a point about that. I think that we can prove that God exists because in every civilization since the dawn of human time, people have mm-hmm. been trying to uh, to create their own gods and their own like mm-hmm. um, life above them. You know. So I think if you put like people uh, in an island, you let them grow for a, a century or two and you, you, you come back there and they will have some type of crazy gods and they will try to, to define like something higher than them. So to mm-hmm. me, it proved that God exists because human beings are always trying to, to find it. it. And uh, the same way for uh, absolute scarcity. If you are uh, in every uh, civilization at every time, People have been trying to park their money in the hardest asset, mm-hmm. either uh, fine art, diamonds, gold, or a stone. So uh, Bitcoin is like the the absolute scarcity. So I think yeah. it's something a human being have been trying to find since the, the beginning of the, the spaces, you know, to park their time and energy in it. I completely agree with you. I mean, I think in terms of the technology of money, it is the most evolved and it is the most effective. But unfortunately, we're also in information war, which is frustrating and tiring and exhausting because they're relentless in their propaganda. I, uh, Matrix is my favorite movie. You yeah, know, in Matrix, great. Morpheus, he said, like, some people don't want to be unplugged and they are ready to fight uh, to maintain the system that are enslaving them because to them it's like comfy to have like a big daddy that control the narrative. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. Some people don't want to be unplugged, man. These people's going to stay in the pod. We are moving to the Citadel. They stay in the fucking pod, man. That's what I'm talking about. Is it don't, is it, if they are not, if they are not like, uh, clever enough to realize that they get screwed, they're going to stay in the pod. They're going to pay the price, man. And like, it's, it's natural uh, selection. Like uh, the strongest people, the most intelligent people will realize Bitcoin, park their money in it, in it and the dumb people will uh, stay in the pod and get vax every three months and have fun owning nothing, you know? I- I'm pretty like cold-blooded about that, you know? Like if they don't mm. want to... If they are happy with the system they're living, they they're gonna pay the price, you know. Mm. And so you see what's happening right now with vaccination and with uh, green passes as being quite a communist agenda, and so on a par with the Chinese social credit system, right? Yes, one hundred percent. I actually yeah. have I've listened to uh, Laser Huddle pods. And like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Krieger and Alex yeah. Fetsky and all these people. Yeah. I think they have a, every time I tune in with these people, I'm like, these are the people I want to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to hang out with. Yeah. And I agree. And in my mind right now, I've been, uh, m- my Bitcoin journey was pretty alone. I orange peeled myself alone. I was already like, uh, all in Bitcoin for two years before I met my first Bitcoiner in real life. 
in Paris. Mm -hmm. So it was like a, a lonely journey for me, even though I was uh, on Twitter and following people. So, and I've spent like, um, like three, four years, like stacking sats, mining fiat, like a, like a fucking zealot and not going out, not taking holidays, all this stuff to, to get myself and to be sure that I'm not going to stay in this fucking pod and mine fiat until I'm 70 and die, you know? So now I'm really interested in like, I think it's a time and everybody is looking for that, like to find a place where we can uh, go and live with like freedom oriented people, even though they are not a uh, Bitcoiner, I don't give a shit to me. It's more important that these people are setting up their uh, dystopian gulag uh, mm -hmm. There is no way we are not enough to fight in the place. So let's go somewhere else, find a country or a region, I don't know, and build something ourselves, you know? Yeah, I think there's a lot of people having that conversation at the moment, but it's difficult to see where that place is. Definitely. Um, I mean, and so like you, I've got my eyes wide open to it, but there's no clear indication of the location at the moment. Um, Definitely. And like El Salvador, uh, the guy is that uh, Bukele is like fucking, uh, he's a fucking psycho about, um, about vaccine. You see like fucking people in El Zonte beach. These people are literally in the jungles. They're all wearing fucking masks. Like, bro, I'm, really? not, I'm not leaving France. To, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, check yeah. the picture, man. I I'm not moving uh, from a gulag to another one. So I'm just like, yeah, exactly. I don't know, man, where it's going to be. Like, there is red states in the United States, but to mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. I'm not sure they're going to be able to maintain this type of freedom for long because to me, it's pretty clear that Joe Biden administration is going to go full force against them and try to, to fold them, you know? So I'm not sure it's going gonna, it's gonna to be in the States. I, I don't know, man. I don't know it's going to play it out, but uh, the only thing I know, it's I, I want to be surrounded by plebs. That's it. Yeah. And, and so have you been able to meet more Bitcoiners uh, kind of locally over the over the past few months or years? Definitely. Cool. I've met... Uh, How's that working out? Bro, uh, I, I'm telling you, I want to spend my life with these people. Like, they, <laughs> they are the people I, I want to hang out with. Uh, I've met with uh, lots of Parisian uh, plebs. Uh, shout out to my homie, uh, 200K, uh, Paul, Theo, Lunes, uh, cool. even Dan Daniel Prince, all, uh, Roxy, uh, Slin, all these people that I've met in Paris. I've been to a surf in Bitcoin. It's a Bitcoin-only conference uh, that they are doing in, in Biarritz. I was there a month ago. It was nice. insane, like hanging out with all these plebs, uh, Ambre, Thibaut Maréchal too. So mm. I've been there like a, a month ago and we were organizing at our place like a barbecue every, every evening. So it was pretty intense and pretty cool. And now I'm 100% sure that I finally found my tribe after mm. uh, 30 years as a young wolf looking for it so now i know i'm 100 percent sure that uh bitcoiners are the people i want to build some something with yeah i agree i agree um but if we can't if, if there's no sort of clear place to go the alternative is to build the parallel society in the countries and the communities that we're in of course it'd be good to get the neighbors in to get the guy who you buy your meat from you know, to, you know, to accept some Bitcoin via lightning, you know, to, to just try and forge the relationships that are, are important to you. Um, it's in not going to, it's not, it's not going to happen in big cities. I think it's, uh, it would be better in countrysides. Like it's, mm. um, it's interesting because I was talking about it yesterday. I've met, uh, I was, because I can't take the train anymore. Uh, I, I'm sharing a ride with people that I met online uh, and I'm uh, riding with their car, blablacar.com, you know. Why can't you take the train anymore? Uh, because you need a Vax passport. <sighs> and uh, actually, uh, uh, like uh, in two weeks, I'm going to need uh, for work to take the train. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go there without like QR code and 
if they find me and uh, as I'm telling you, I'm not going to pay it. I don't care. You know, so let's see how it goes. I don't know. But anyways, yesterday I was in the, um, I, I was sharing a car with some, per- some person I've met on the internet. It's a website that you can do that. And mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a guy from uh, Senegal and he arrived in France uh, six months ago. And I've asked him what, what surprised you the most uh, in France in comparison to your home country. And he said, uh, the thing that's surprising the most is like people don't know the name of their, their neighbors and we are living mm-hmm. in uh, big cities and we don't even know like people living next to us. So to me, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's really important to think about like, how could we settle parallel society maybe in the countryside? Yeah, I think that could be one solution. Um, certainly one I've been thinking about a bit more. The next three to six months are really going to be the barometer of things, you know, this winter. I think that by, and and so by spring of next year, we'll know what's up. And if, if, if things are really shit, then I think it's, that's the time to make a move. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going to just kind of stay tight where I am until spring and then I'll make a decision about what the direction is. Cause I mean, I've got a kind of family to think about and you have kids and, and, and wife too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, so it's, it's just it's the diff- one son, but okay. It's I want him to like have a better life yeah. than I had, you know, I, I want yeah, him sure. to be free. I want him to have opportunities. I want him to travel. I want him to. And bro, yeah. next year, next year is it gonna, I think like last year, it was impossible for people to realize uh, Vax Passport was going was coming. And I, mm. I think we don't even realize what's going to happen next year. I think they are already like uh, going for like taxing people that are unvaxxed. It's kind of already happening in Canada because they are giving money to the business that uh, require Vax Passport. So, so if they are giving money to people that require your vax passport, it means that they are not giving money to people that don't. So it's kind of a taxation. So I'm, I'm pretty, I think it would be possible that next year they start uh, taxing people for uh, not having the vax. And I think the narrative will be vax and like we may have like green lockdowns too, you know, in the next mm three, mm-hmm. four years to mm-hmm. the, the narrative or, I mean, if you listen to Lagarde and Carl Schwab's, you, it's pretty like obvious, the narrative they are trying to, to push for the next like three to five years. But I mean, if people like us are contributing to society, you know, we're earning, we're paying taxes and we're not getting the reward on the taxation and the contribution to society that we're putting in, like there's no, there's that equation doesn't add up, you know? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But um, I was thinking about something else. Like if we have like a, a decent uh, bull market, people will be Bitcoiners will be wealthy too. So they will have more options yeah. And um, it's kind of the sovereign individual kind of thesis to say one country may wake up and say, hey, guys, I'm going to settle a Bitcoin standard country with no COVID hysteria. And like if, if one country do that, like they're going to attract so many like Bitcoiners, so many wealth, so many excitement, so many businesses. And I'm ready, like, to move anywhere on Earth if one day a country is, like, saying, like, hey, guys, just come around and mm-hmm. we're going to treat you well. Of course, there are a number of countries that were anti-vaccine and uh, and their presidents... Died. Uh, <laughs> in, in Africa, yeah, definitely, man. In Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Haiti, Tanzania it's it's fucking shady man like it's very shady definitely definitely man but i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty optimistic bro um i mean it's a shift it's the end of the of the old world that started like i don't know 70 90, uh, 1970 it's a it's a shift it's a shift from uh, centralized power to 
to decentralize power, it's going to take like 10, 15 years. I don't know, but uh, it's normal that um, the legacy system is like defending his, uh, his control and, and is going harder because they are losing the plot. So I'm, I'm quite happy. In some hope, I'm like optimistic that these people are going nuts because if they are going nuts and like when you when you see the price the, the prices of goods and like inflation it's it's we are almost like in a hyperinflation environment pretty much mm. we are getting there like when you see like the m2 and all these things so it's 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 zimbabwe and like the next like 2 to 3 years is going to be fucking crazy but it's it's something that is needed to to purge this fucking like uh, system you know and do you think that when people start to understand Bitcoin, that breaks the the illusion of an awful lot of these problems that we have right now? I don't know. I don't know how people think, bro, 90% of people just like don't think about that. They just go to work, watch TV. They are not even interested about that. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day when they will not be able to afford uh basic food and stuff like that they will start to wake up but then the state will be like doing ubi and so i don't know i'm not very to be fair man like since i've seen i've seen people like wearing masks and staying home i'm like not very optimistic about like the normies and the mass of people and i'm more focused in uh like uh, building a parallel society with like mm. a fucking like freedom maximalist people and fuck these people. <laughs> they, if they want to join, they join. But I'm not gonna, you know, uh, lose my lose my life like trying to to save some people that don't care. You know, and we need to mm. lead by example. You know, we need to lead by example. Like if we are thriving as a, a society of Bitcoiners, like we will attract people and nature with will heal you know yeah yeah one of your memes quite recently was about a glitch in the simulation with uh, the met gala ball all those crazy dresses and that very lavish event oh, yeah. that was uh, yeah and so that was interesting i i think that, that there are these kind of glitches every so often that 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 that, that clearly illustrate the hypocrisy of uh, have you seen Hunger Game? Yeah. The movie, yeah. That, that, that's what it is, man. Like, these people are... Ah, man, like, it's it's the fall of Rome, man. Like, these people are going nuts. And, like, what's the name of this political girl? She's wearing, like, a, a dress, which is written, like... Um, AOC. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is AOC, and there is another one. Like, a girl, is, she says, uh, uh, equal right. She have a dress, and it's okay. written equal rights for for a woman okay on the dress and right. she's having this really fancy like um a louis 14 type of um a dress and next to her there is like eight uh assistant they are all wearing masks and she isn't and it's right to like um yeah. uh, a woman equal right for women so it's like peak hypocrisy it's like I don't know. It's a sign, man. It's a fucking sign. Mm-hmm. Like, and when when you took the orange pill, like you see these things as like uh, it's the fall of Rome. I, I believe in, yeah, I believe in, uh, in in sign. And to me, it's 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 crystal clear. Mm. Well, I mean, and so to some extent, I think it's our job in the kind of meme community to to be able to reflect those little moments, those little glitches these clear moments of hypocrisy that um, seem to be coming pretty thick and fast at the moment. It's a, it's a symbols. It's a pretty interesting symbols. And it's like when uh, I got, uh, um, uh, my account got knocked because I did the investment, uh, Israel investment fund, like the fake news. Uh, and like when uh, these people from uh, Litecoin community, they released right. like a fake uh, Walmart uh, stuff yes. on Reuters. It's like to me, it's interesting because uh, you realize that uh, random uh, Litecoin ba- like holders can like make the metrics uh, glitch themselves, and you realize yeah. that oh, if these people can uh, manipulate uh, mainstream media, how easy it is 
for uh, for people with uh, power and resources and money to to settle uh, narratives like the COVID narratives, like at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, you were you were seeing like people falling on the ground in China. Did you remember that? Yes, yes, I do. It was all part of a, a fucking like psycho narratives, and these people are in charge. They are they are pretty much uh, writing scripts, and it's uh, I, I often say like they are the the pandemic showrunners. You know, they are just uh, running a show and uh, leading people wherever they want with like fake narratives and and, and bullshit, man. So it's a, it's a matrix, and it's uh, it's the Truman Show, man. The Truman Show, yeah, yeah, uh, that's another great film. Yep. And so, what do you think of Chris Sky? What's your take on him and uh, what he's doing and uh, what he's he, not doing? I think he's doing good works. Uh, I, I bashed him a lot. I, I did lots of mem about him, but I think he's doing the job on the field uh, to to try to um, wake up people, organized uh, um, uh, disobedience, uh, civil disobedience mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think it's important too to do that. But ultimately, like, uh, if you just do that without having like uh, an higher understanding of what is happening, it's, it's not doing much, you know. That's why I went to a protest, for example, myself uh, three times already with my uh baby bitcoin cool. uh, uh panel and stuff uh, really but yeah 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 Great. i mean it's not helping much anything other than trying to end the fed and trying to add a uh, defund uh central bankers and cantillionaires it's just like you know it's kind of important to do it but it's not the it's it's not very helping much what were the reactions that you had when you went to the protest march with a Bitcoin sign? Because I'm going to do the same thing this weekend. It was interesting. Uh, I used to, um, I went to the Gilets Jaunes in 2018, 2019 mm. with a, a buy Bitcoin sign. That's my profile picture on uh, Twitter. Uh, I right, went to, yes. I went to this one with a, a, di- a different one. I did like a panel with, uh, it was rated like uh, a s- because I, I tried to uh, to say, okay, let's have some some points that can resonate with uh, normies and and uh, average person in the streets, you know. So I've written on this one: uh, uh, central banking equal uh, slavery and buy Bitcoin. And it was interesting to me because uh, at this protest, it was um, pretty mixed up. There was some Catholic uh, families. There was some uh, monarchist. There was some uh, anarchist. There was there were some uh, teacher from uni. There were some uh, gilets jaunes, and the reaction of people was well, pretty random. People like most people were like, "Is this a joke? How is this related to Vax passport?" Uh, so most of them didn't really understand. I did my best to explain them, but you know. Uh, just one guy at the end, he came to me and checked my hand and he was like, man, you made my day. I'm, I'm a Bitcoin and uh, Monero bag holder and uh, you're <laughs> killing it. Uh, it's cool. So if I just did it for uh, just him, it's cool. And to me, it's important to, in 20 years, uh, I will say I did my best to wake up people. Even though, uh, frankly, like in the small city, because I wasn't in Paris, I was in a small city when I did the protest. Most people weren't really uh, plugged in. And because like um, at the protest, it's mainly people from uh, 35 to 60 years old. Mm-hmm. Young people aren't at the protest much. Why is that, do you think? Bro, people are uh, young people, you know, they listen hip hop. They want a new pair of Nike. They are peak fiat. <laughs> I've been there, so uh, kind yeah. of in some years yeah. of my life, so I wouldn't blame them, but they don't want yeah. to show off uh, chains and and uh, clothes, and they are not really in much into defending their liberty. And the one that are are doing it online, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, going to protest is like a boomer thing, kind of, you know. <laughs> 
it's interesting to you talked about the different uh, kind of groups who were coming together to Mm-mm. protect and defend their liberty. It, 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 and, and so I find that and to really kind of fascinating. And to groups who you wouldn't necessarily think were pro-freedom are actually some of the most active, you know, like the Catholics you talked about, the religious uh, churches and things are often, you know, the most outspoken about these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it's great. It's um, uh, how to say in English. It's um, we have common interest about freedom, mm-hmm. which is great. Like, I'm not really, I really hate black blocs and uh, leftists, and but if they are fighting along me against Vax Passport, I'm I'm ready to fight along them, you know. But mm. but to me, like uh, as I told you, like going to protest is not going to help shit ultimately. These days, like, if you're not buying uh, Bitcoin, you're not doing much, you know. Mm. We're, we're not going to take down the system by doing protests or voting or stuff like that. It's done. I completely agree with you, but at the same time, I, I want the human interactions. Yes. I want yes. the community that a protest, that the protest kind of movement is mm-hmm. providing, I think, and it, it, it's almost it 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 it's, it kind of seems like the underground. It seems like that's where that's where the interesting ideas are. That's where the interesting uh, kind of discussion is. Those are the people who I want to be hanging out with. Yeah, Those yeah, yeah the But I, I'm, I'm, but the thing about being just in kind of Bitcoin is that you're in an echo chamber, whereas I think we have a, an ability to maybe influence. Uh, others in the protest movement sort of more widely about how Bitcoin is a tool that could help them and their movement significantly. Yes, but to them, like to the average person against Vax Passport, uh, thinking that like for 98% of them, um, they have difficulties to understand how Bitcoin could help in any ways. And you you know it like you need to understand really Bitcoin and uh, how it w- could uh, heal society. You need at least fifty hours or one hundred hours of podcasting, reading, and stuff like that. So it's not an That's easy. True. It's not it's not an, an easy one. No, yeah, it's not obvious, you know, for people that are coming from a different ecosystem, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. But I mean, uh, and and so any advice for me going to a protest with a Bitcoin sign, what would be the most effective thing on it? I don't know, bro. Go for it. Uh, in London, you, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm uh, in London. I'm pretty confident you're gonna meet lots of people. It's gonna be it's gonna be healing for you. To uh, the thing is, like people will come to speak to you, which is great. Yes. I was with my Bitcoin yeah. sign, and like there is probably like in, in two hours, like. 15 people coming to talk to me, you know? So it's cool. Like it's attract people and it's great. You have interaction and like, uh, even though some people were mad at you, uh, uh, it's cool, man. You're on the field and you, you talk with people that are, because we are a a little bit in a, in an eco chamber in like the Bitcoin Twitter community, Mm. you know? So it's great sometimes to go out and in the real world and interact with people that have uh, different uh, opinions and view of the world, but still end up being like freedom oriented people, you know? Mm. Um, there's a question that I should have asked you really at the beginning was mm-hmm. about your name, about your kind of Twitter sort of handle and what's the story there. So uh, please fill uh, me in uh, yeah, nothing much. Uh, when I was um, 20 years old, I was a student at uni. I wanted to leave France to do an internship in the United States. So I've sent like lots of CV, lots of uh, cover letters uh, randomly and uh, finally managed to find a, a, an internship in Chicago in 2013. Cool. But I, I've Googled the name of, of my boss and I went to her uh, Facebook and her Facebook was public. And I've seen that she was uh, supporting Obama back in the day. And I mm-hmm. went to my own Facebook and I had like uh, in public too, uh, with my own name, that she knew my name, a uh, picture of uh, Obama with drones and some crazy, like uh, really intense um, 
uh, content against Obama and war and all these uh, things. So I was like, I definitely need to change uh, my uh, my handle on Facebook. So <laughs> I started uh, using uh, GG Lassomur because Lassomur um, is a pimp of, uh, do you know Dominique Strauss-Kahn? No, you'll have to explain he, that. He, Sorry. He, uh, Dominique Strauss-Kahn, he used to be the IMF uh, president uh, okay. 10 years ago. Right, right. And he got, co- he, he got caught uh, fucking prostitutes and stuff like that. And the right. pimp was called uh, Dodo Lassomur. So I just uh-huh. took Lassomur and add uh, GG, which is related to my uh, name. Mm. And that's it. Gotcha. It was, a, it was like a, a cover so uh, the girl I was uh, working with don't know my uh, extreme, my view, politic views, you know, it was a cover. And uh, just I'm thinking about something uh, to come back to protest. I was very optimistic, like uh, three years ago when in France we had like a yellow vest protest mm-hmm. uh, because it was like a really good movement because nobody owns a movement. It was like pretty much just people organizing themselves and it wasn't like a politic movement or anything. And uh, we had in France this, uh, this uh, event that happened, like a, a boxer at a, a protest in Paris, a yellow vest uh, guy, which, uh, which is a boxer. He went uh, with bare hands and he fighted some police guys. So he punched them, like uh, five or six of them, uh, by himself with bare hands. And it was filmed and the video went fucking viral. Mm, and okay. um, the next day, they settled like um, uh, a wallet to give him money to pay for the uh, lawyer and because he was arrested and stuff like that. And yeah. like the, the wallet received like uh, 200k uh, euros in like uh, one day. Oof. And of course, the wallet was uh, took down because the company that was hosting the crowdfunded wallet, uh, she was, a, it was, sorry, a, a big bank. And to mm. me, it clicked to me and I was like, if these people like would use uh, Bitcoin, it was it would it would be a, a fucking great like a use case for Bitcoin mm. because you can't like uh, fund uh, protest and people fighting against the system by using the uh, the banking uh, tools because no. this bank is the system, so you can't use the system to fight the system, you know. So sure. to me, it was and like a, a clear uh, a use case for Bitcoin, you know, a very simple use case. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, they control us because we use their money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, myself, like where I'm going, I really like to, uh, what can I add to Bitcoin? I'm not like a, a tech person. I think uh, I really want to help uh, build culture around our new society of remnant uh, Bitcoiners, you know. So I'd love to do uh, video content to show like a different uh, culture of the fiat culture. So that's why what I'm really interested right now about in the commu- in the Bitcoin sphere. It's about like creating a new set of values and a new culture with different rules and, you know, than the fiat uh, system uh, kind of culture. So I'm all interested about like stakes and uh, guns, printed guns. And I really want to <laughs> dig into like all the different uh, culture aspects related to, um, to, uh, to Bitcoin. Uh, for example, like uh, uh, guys printing uh, guns. To me, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a community which is like, parallel to Bitcoin, but it's pretty much the same uh, mindset, you know. Mm. What are the regulations like in France about 3D printed guns? Have you any idea? Uh, I have no idea about uh, 3D printed, about guns. Uh, You need license, uh, you need permit. Um, It's pretty messed up. Uh, So you can carry a gun, but if you go to the shooting range, otherwise Mm. uh, you you can't carry a gun. You can have it home, but you can carry it like with you. So I think it's pretty much as in the in the UK. But I have no clue about like other rules about uh, 3D printed guns in France. But uh, I think it's pretty like uh, forbidden. Yeah. Mm. 
I don't know. I'm just conscious at the moment that we need to keep our heads down a little bit rather than be able to be identified as a terrorist. Yeah, 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 no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I get your point. I get your point, but it's still interesting, like, to... Oh, it to, is. Yeah. To dig in all this uh, culture. I took the example of the of the printed guns, but I'm yeah. not going to go and promote that. To me, the first thing to do is Bitcoin, but I'm really interested about, like, how uh, Bitcoin can, like, uh, create a, a new culture with a new set of values. You know, which are different to the to the fiat uh, system, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Great. And and, and how can people uh, can find you and and can get in touch with you and get to know more about what you do? Pretty much uh, Twitter, gglsmr2, because my previous account got uh, nicked by uh, Twitter. So gglsmr2. Why did it get shut down, um, by the way? What happened? Because I did like, uh, you. I think you've seen it. I did, um, I, I impersonated uh, Israel uh, Investment Fund and right. I've uh, uh, write a tweet in Hebrew saying like they bought uh, a 2.3 <laughs> uh, billion Bitcoin and the, the, the tweet went uh, viral. It had like uh, 1 million view in less than a day. And like uh, mainstream really? mainstream media took it, like uh, Yahoo Finance and uh, different <laughs> uh, uh, business uh, news stuff. And like somebody that actually uh, worked for this uh, fund um, reported my account and I got uh, deleted. So I've started with a new account like uh, two, two months ago. That's that, that, that went really fucking viral though, didn't it? You really yeah. tapped into something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I um, uh, it went viral because uh, I used my so I I've posted uh, with my main account. I used I, I switched my account to I, I mean I changed like the profile pictures and everything on my account, and I retweeted it with my uh, alt account, another a Twitter account, and with my alt account I was using uh, Walter Bloomberg, you know the okay. uh, the guy. Yeah. And I yeah. retweeted it and it went viral through my alt account. So it was like kind of a, a two-layer um, yeah. kind yeah. of fake news. And then uh, um, Max Kaiser, lots of uh, big, big account uh, retweeted it. And because like when they retweeted it, uh, then like people were commenting, oh, it's a fake, uh, it's a fake news. And because they didn't want it to assume they got uh, tricked, they mm. keep it uh, they keep it uh, on their uh, on their um, Twitter feed to say, "Oh, I knew it was a, a, a fake," but ha ha ha, you know what I mean? Yeah, cool. And and, and and I think people take it seriously, like mainstream media, because like I had like uh, Michael Saylor and Adam Back following me on my account because I was memeing stuff. So it was pretty like uh, it was pretty like accurate. Like uh, you see an account. Um, uh, which is uh, sharing stuff followed by a sailor. So it should be some, some kind of, True. you know. Well, uh, I look forward to seeing more very viral memes of yours come out and uh, hopefully more kind of video content as well. It'd be, it'd be awesome for you to bring some of your, uh, you know, your more professional kind of skills into the space. I think we just need more quality content that, that expresses these ideas. So uh, bring it please sure sure uh, i'll do my best i need to uh, mine fiat and stack sats sure so but i always like end up uh, doing some bitcoin content anyways and i'm looking forward to do more and if i can dedicate my life to do it uh, i will definitely do all the best thank you very much man all the best
Yeah.